Welcome to Indigenous Coffee Talks, a place for live conversations with interesting people from all over the world. And what they have in common is their passion for Jesus and a great story about sharing the good news in the digital space. In each episode of Coffee Talks, we introduce you to someone who is passionate about using the digital footprint to help bring the gospel to where it needs to go. Through these conversations, we want you to catch a story, grab an idea, and go do something. Simon here. Welcome to Indigenous Coffee Talks. Uh, this is a podcast for followers of Jesus who would like to get to know how God is raising up people from all backgrounds and cities around the world to make disciples in a digital space, uh, particularly to reach their world. In each of these episodes, we invite someone to talk about how they're using the digital or digital tools to share the gospel to new people, new places and new spaces. Hey everyone, Jonah here again, and in these conversations, we talk about how our guests found a space where they are currently in, how they started and what they learned, and how they experienced God in the process, and coffee. So you will hear about stories of various experiences, yet understand that God is raising up different people to reach out to different spaces, yet continue to use something that they have in their hands to inspire and make an impact. To those who are in their influence. In today's episode, we get to hear from Kelly Londoni. He'll tell us a story shortly, but we caught up with him and it's just amazing what God is doing in his life. Uh, he's a digital strategy leader with Crew and giving leadership particularly to the Africa region. And he'll tell us a little bit more about what he does as we have our coffee, the imaginary one, and and conversations. So welcome once again. Yes, welcome. Welcome, Kelly, to Indigenous Coffee Talk. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Well, why don't we kick off by uh, sharing with us your story. Tell us how how you got to know God. And I think even your whole story of coming to faith is is a work of God for sure. Yes, thank you. Well, I'm originally from the Congo, um, Democratic Republic of Congo. uh, currently living in the United States and lived in uh, Zimbabwe for two decades. Um, my story is, um, well, if I start talking, it took, took more, but I'll try, I'll take more time, but I'll try and make it, make it short. Uh, it was, uh, 1996. Um, there was a sudden war in the Congo. Before that, my mother-in-law, I mean, my grandmother used to tell me about, uh, God and telling me, uh, sending, I mean, uh, inviting me to church. I'll go to church with, uh, with her, but I didn't really have an experience with God, a personal experience with God until when there was war in the Congo. Um, and I found myself where I had to walk, uh, almost, uh, um, 350 miles on foot running away from the war. It was a terrible experience. Um, because during that, during that walk, uh, I experienced a lot of things. Uh, I will see people dying in front of me where I would actually, uh, 
jump dead bodies. Um, you see a mother carrying a baby, a baby shot, the mother leaves the baby. Um, it was an experience where you see people trying to save their lives, some running to the, running to the mountain, others in the sea. Yeah, so I, I thought that any time, any minute I was going to die. Uh, during that walk, I experienced God's supernatural protection, whereby uh, in the midst of the shooting everywhere, um, I did not die. I saw all walks of life, all kinds of life, of people, all, all dying, uh, but I was still alive. I experienced God's supernatural provision. It was a two, two weeks walk. And these two weeks walks uh, were just, even now, it's really difficult for me to, to really forget about that. Uh, you know, when we, we hear the word of God that says God feeds, uh, look at how God feeds the bed of the air, um, you know, uh, that's how God fed us. Um, together with uh, my family, my siblings, and so many other people, we will see a tree, climb a tree, I mean, take mangoes. During that time, there were a lot of mango trees and a lot of mangoes that were ripe. So just eat from whatever we find in the forest. Um, some animals that will be given by people we meet, uh, uh, villagers. Uh, we come across pygmies. Uh, some do, do no pygmies who sometimes uh, run away from us and they leave their heart. We get into their heart, find food there and eat. Uh, I remember a certain experience whereby I would drink from a river, stinking water. So I had to close my eyes and block my nose because I didn't want to smell the water or even see the water. Uh, there were possibly dead bodies in, in, in the river, but you had no option than just drink the water. So that experience uh, it led me to a place where I had to ask myself a question to say, a place in Congo, which was safer. Uh, and I couldn't imagine that I was alive. So I asked myself a question to say, how come I did not die? And I strongly sense a voice in me telling me, you didn't die because uh, I need you. Um, I need to you to save me. I I I I I sense a need to surrender my life to Christ. Every word that my 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 grandmother used to tell me became a life. It was like a seed that she saw that grew when during that walk. So all the words became alive. So during that time now, I had to look for people to tell me more about this God. This God who saved my life, this God who protected me, this God who, when others died, he still kept me. There should have been a purpose for me. So I, because I realized there is a being, it should be a being above me that protected me, just not a coincidence. That's how I decided to, 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 to uh, give my life to Christ, went to people uh, who knew Christ, Tell them to ask them to tell me more about this Jesus who saved me, and uh, it was unique, unique experience uh, that led me then to um, leaving 
left Congo and living in a refugee camp. Um, and uh, in the refugee camp, it was a really tough experience um, where, uh, I mean, we survive with everything that was there. I remember a time where we would uh, go in the bush testing grass and find out which one is edible grass um, because there was no food. Uh, you were by, you survive with just one pair of trousers and uh, uh, just some slippers for a year <laughs> uh, because you don't have uh, what to put on. But uh, in the midst of all that, God, I mean, <laughs> um, I used to, to, to say, why God? Why God? Why am I going through this experience? I wish the experience was exempted from me. Now I understand it. I understand that uh, the experience was necessary for me to be who I am today. Um, there, I did not really need that exemption because all that defined who I am to do what I do today and uh, what I see God doing. So that's actually really short what I would actually really say, uh, how I came to know Christ and uh, yeah, through life, difficult situations, through difficult life ex experience. Uh, Wow. Thanks, Kelly. Wow. That's, that's, thank you for opening your heart to, to share that. I know it's not easy to, to recount, you know, some of the, the painful and traumatic times, but uh, God is truly, you know, upon your life. And, you know, like you said, there is a purpose and it's not hard. It's, it's not hard. It's so hard to see it during that time, but, um, over the years, I'm sure God has unfolded for you. And thank you for being that living, you know, testimony of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, Kelly. And when you mentioned that now you understand where God has placed you and uh, now you understand that those experiences were necessary for, for God to put you where you are right now. Um, I, I wanted to ask, you know, can we skip to the good part? Can we know where you are right now? But uh, I want to know, you know, how you, how you were able to start uh, a ministry out of that or like um, how was it, how, how, how was it true for you to say that, yeah, this is really the space where God has put me because of these experiences or how did you start reaching out to others because of that? My, that life experience uh, um, led me to just think through, to discover what is the purpose of my life? Um, I went through some time in my life where I, I thought through why I went through what I went through. Um, and um, through the process of discovery and uh, asking questions and the many mentors in my life, I, I came to, to realize that uh, God has called me to comfort the afflicted. Um, uh, he comforted me in my affliction time he comforted me um bring brought hope to me in um uh, my my challenges um and whatever used to be my mess uh, i i strongly believe it's, it's, it is uh, it should be my message um and um uh, the scripture that uh, uh the lord led me to to really see as a scripture of my life is ecclesiastes chapter and nine verse four um, that says, uh, "For the living, uh, there is hope. A living dog is better than a dead lion. So as long as one is alive, there is hope. 
So because of that, um, intentionally, I uh, wanted to share to others about what God has done. So uh, I, I, I moved from Congo to Zambia, then Zambia and Zimbabwe. But in Zimbabwe, that's where we need the Lord. In, in, in Zambia, God, uh, God shaped me. In Zimbabwe, the Lord started actually using me in a different way. And um, so I started having ministry with uh, church planting. Um, so I became a church planter. Uh, and um, so, so I had a group of people from different places that uh, I would minister to. So I would go to places where um, many were unwilling to go, uh, sleep in huts, um, in villages, and uh, I would enjoy that, uh, sharing people uh, when I see them going through, sharing what God did to my life. He can also do to that, that in their life. So in the midst of all that, I, um, because of the, the, the connection to many people, so I, I really needed to reach out to many people. And uh, then I realized, well, it's difficult for me to be with everywhere, anytime. I mean, uh, every time face-to-face with people. Now uh, with uh, technology and uh, with um, um, cell phone, I intentionally decided to start sending text messages to people. Uh, Just I would send a message uh, to say, just reminding people God loves you. It can be a statement. It can be out of uh, my personal time with the Lord. When the Lord drops something in my spirit, I, I share with people. And the more I kept sharing, the more I would hear responses that were so overwhelming, that encouraging to say, oh, keep sending. If I skip a day, two days, three days, people will be wondering, why are you not sharing? Um, so uh, until... It uh, reached a time when it was, uh, you know, WhatsApp um, application uh, came. And uh, so a brother, a brother encouraged me to say, um, well, I mean, why don't you use WhatsApp to, to reach out to many? And uh, yeah, so then I created uh, broadcasts uh, where I started uh, broadcasting um, uh, devotion. So I started sending daily devotion to people on WhatsApp, you know, targeting different people, different audience in different people, different, um, different countries, um, starting from the people, local people that are ministering to in Zimbabwe, uh, Mozambique and other places then uh, broadly. And uh, so this devotion focus, mostly was focusing on comforting the people, but the word of the Lord uh, in everything that the Lord, the word of the Lord can do was actually brought up where some people were, confronted, I've been corrected. So I've been encouraged by the response. Sometimes I, I when I say, well, let, me, let me not send this week, yeah, but the response has been so overwhelming and how people share testimonies. This is what God has been doing. You don't know God spoke to you through this message. Uh, I was about to do this. This is what helped. So, so several, several things that I say, God, oh, so you could use this. And sometimes... I would just, it would just be so simple. So um, uh, just sharing my heart and, uh, but how God has been reaching to, to many, even until now, uh, it's something that uh, is difficult for me to, to, to stop. Uh, I've been sending several messages and sometimes I, I do send them and uh, new messages that come. Uh, and um, it's, it's so overwhelming to see how God has been touching less of people and encouraging people to the message of hope. And it's all come from my story, uh, how 
uh, God brought passion in my life, my, in my, in my uh, heart for, to bring hope, uh, to share the hope of Christ, uh, the hope uh, in Christ uh, to, to, to many. So that's, that's uh, the, so the, the, the WhatsApp um, ministry, uh, devotional ministry. And um, yeah, so church, uh, having two different groups that can, can be created, we can have training happening, can have uh, discipleship happening uh, in different groups um, through the churches that we plan to have different groups uh, that, that comes up. And uh, yeah, we could do uh, call WhatsApp church, uh, uh, you know, where, where everything is happening in WhatsApp. Uh, so so several things that God is, is was doing uh, and is doing through WhatsApp ministry, yeah, which is connected to my story. I, I really like what you said, you know, the mess became a message and how God has really comforted you during that time became like the foundation of the ministry that you that you made. Um, I'm, I'm interested, like, what is the most impactful story for you? Like, whenever you felt, you know, like, uh, I might not be able to create something today or I might not be able to send something today. Uh, it When it comes to your mind, you're like, no, no, I really have to because like these are the kinds of experiences that I get. One story that always comes to mind, and which can say, "Oh, if I fail to do this, what will God was God trying to do that is not doing?" Um, in Zimbabwe, uh, one day I sent a message, which message was from my my life uh, scripture that I believe in um, Ecclesiastes chapter nine, verse four, uh, for the living there is hope, and I sent that message, and I was saying. Um, Never thought, never, never think of committing suicide as long as you are alive. Your life can change anytime. Your life can change at any moment. Um, uh, don't think of suicide. And I, there's a quote that one of my mentor, um, mentors used to say that there is no, um, there is no thrush, there is no bin for a human being. Uh, whatever you go through, God can change and transform. Uh, your life. So when I sent that message, there was a young lady in a city called Chinoi in Zimbabwe. The time that I sent the message was the time that she was ready to commit suicide. She had actually taken some pills wanting to, to, to kill herself because she had an argument with the mother and she decided to take her away alive. And she, she was one of the, the, old, I mean, the recipients that actually received my devotion. And it just happened that the timing that I sent that, the message came. If for some reason she said, let me let me go through and read what, 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 what is here. And it was that, especially the, the, the example I gave to the message to say, uh, never think of committing suicide, you know, there is still hope for you. So she, she felt immediately, this is God speaking to me, I shouldn't be doing this. And immediately she chose to call me. So she called me, but she was crying. Yeah, uh, and she said, Pastor Kelly, you don't know, God has just used you. I was about to take my life and your message just came. Then she explained what had happened and uh, uh, praise God, I prayed with her and uh, um, until now she, she, she's alive. And when I look at that, I say, wow, how God has used that message to save uh, somebody's life. So that brought really a comfort. It's something that is really difficult for me to, to, to forget um, what um, that message uh, uh, did so there are several 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 testimonies there's a message as well if you allow me to give another one uh, a message I sent to uh, I shared 
to someone, and then this person that I shared, share also to another person. So uh, you might, when you forwarded the message, the person who received the message, because when, every time I send a message, I put my number, my phone number, um, so that people who want to request to be on the broadcast list, I could air them. So someone introduced himself and say, oh, I'm, can you, I, I received your message and I would like to start getting them um, in person. Uh, and he shared, he, showed, he spoke to me about uh, the message that I shared. It was actually uh, talking against lust. Uh, and, uh, you know, when we choose not to uh, fall into lasting and how God can, uh, how there is hope uh, in that. Uh, so, so he said, uh, your message came. I've been having a habit um, you know, of uh, just living a life of uh, where there's no sanctity. And um, uh, but when your message came, it came just on point, and I just said, "This, this is God speaking to me, and I don't want to continue with the habit I've been doing." Uh, so this was someone from Malawi who sent me that, and uh, and until now, actually, been receiving that. So he was so specific and share his personal life uh, with me. Uh, and, and, and I prayed with him. Yeah. So, so, so many, so many examples that I've seen God doing. Yeah. In lives of people. These, these are really testimonies, you know, or, or stands as a testament of God at work. And thank you, Kelly, for being faithful and obedient in sending out these messages of hope. Yeah. Uh, I would, would love to talk a little bit about, you know, this message of hope that during the pandemic, you were, you know, you, you shared with us when we were catching up about how during the, the 2020 to 21, God led you guys to also in a very much more massive scale, bring this message of hope uh, in the Southern Eastern Africa. Can you tell us a little bit more for our listeners to, to catch a vision of what's possible? Yeah. Sure. Um, during uh, the COVID uh, uh, COVID time, you know, uh, it was a time when uh, people were hopeless. Uh, it was a time where everything uh, was shut. Uh, it was a time where people, were, the world was locked, you know, uh, there was fear, there was anxiety, there was doubt, um, there was uncertainty, uh, ambiguity about life. So during that time, um, we, we came up to in Eastern Africa. Uh, with uh, with a gospel response, Hope 2020, which is a gospel response to to COVID-19, and um, this was uh, um, a strategy which was uh, a way of reaching out to people. Because during this time, um, uh, because campuses were closed, churches were closed, public gatherings were banned, so people were going online searching for hope. Uh, and uh, so the message. Uh, about hope 2020 was about Jesus, you know, from the book of Colossians chapter one, verse 27, um, that actually talks about uh, Christ in us, the hope of glory. So so that was the opportunity to present Christ uh, as a hope of glory, uh, you know, to everyone, to all nations in terms of fear, in terms of anxiety, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, uh, uncertainty, when bad messages were circulating on digital platform. So during that time, there was a lot of collaboration that happened. Uh, all strategies within our organization came together. There was collaboration. There was unity. Um, everyone understand. And uh, 
uh, we, we, the initiative was aiming at reaching out to, to 50,000 digital missionaries, mobilized and targeting 100 million students, leaders, communities, uh, online groups um, through prayer, evangelism, discipleship, uh, and uh, focusing on seven, 16 cities. So this, this, is, this is what actually what happened. And I'm, I'm happy to tell you that during this time, uh, the, the outcome that we got was actually really more than we, we expected. Uh, there was over uh, four million decisions for, uh, for Christ that actually came as, as a result. You know, um, there was uh, over about, about 60 million exposures about, uh, uh, you know, churches that were being planted, new churches and groups. 284. Uh, so, so this, this, this was something unique in a time where people thought nothing would happen. That was the time where God maximized. God actually used that as an opportunity to to uh, to, to, to bring many to come to know Him. This is a time where people forced to work together. Uh, and until now, even those who did not believe that uh, there could be a difference to the digital platform, uh, COVID. 19, uh, you know, became uh, just something as an alarm to many to say, hey, uh, this is possible. In every situation, I can, my, my word can still go out and people can still be saved and life can still be transformed. So this is what happened during uh, uh, the time of uh, COVID-19 and came up with the vision of Hope 2020. And uh, I was uh, blessed to be part of uh, uh, the, 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 the steering committee, the leadership uh, that were organizing that and to just to witness several testimonies of people changing life um, through uh, the digital platform. What seemed like an obstacle, like it's impossible, God turned it out into, as you said, you know, it was unexpected. And that's the kind of God, right, we serve? He's that's always, the God we serve, sure. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah that's, totally. that's the God we serve. It's just, it's just uh, how God, uh, uh, you know, sometimes you think that out of every situation, you know, uh, out of out of every hurt, you know, God will not waste the hurt. You know, He always brings something good. A lot of people were hurt. A lot of people were asking themselves, "Why God? Why God?" But now uh, there are so many things we can say that are not good during COVID. But this, I mean, when I look at Hope 2020, it's something that we say, "Wow, this is something that God God brought something good uh, out of the COVID." COVID-19 situation, even in families, a lot of families learning to pray together, learning to spend time together, several things that came up, how God can make good things to come out of difficult situations. Yeah, you know, when and Kelly, as I hear you share, you know, I, I think about, um, you know, this, when you started telling us your story, this is like the message of hope came to you. Right in yes. the darkest moment of your life. I mean, yes. this is, is, is as dark as we, we can imagine, right? For anybody, human being to experience. But God, you know, kept you, saved you. So the message of hope came to you. Then the message of hope now is shared. First through, you know, simple steps of obedience, mm -hmm. just texting to friends and yes. sharing. And then through WhatsApp, I think you told us you have 10 lists there's at least yes. 2,000 plus people that are part of that 
that are receiving messages of hope uh, and almost this, daily. And, and, and these, these are going to different, different um, uh, if I could use the word generation, actually, you know, uh, mm-hmm. because when I send to the first, the first group, they, they, they also the group that forward to other groups, they forward to other groups. So, so I cannot actually count actually out uh, the, the reach of that. Yeah. So I also have a page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So yeah, and you know, so from the message of coming to you and the messages being delivered, messages of hope being delivered through text, and then you last shared with us the message of hope went out to all of Africa. The hope, hope twenty twenty, and uh, you you mentioned this idea of collaborating and uniting together you know it doesn't matter where but technology facilitating that and praise god praise god for for that yeah yeah not just the whole of africa that was actually really globally you know uh, the, the the vision started i mean from uh, leadership of southern eastern africa but then it's actually really reaching out to every because you know with the digital yeah, there's totally no close there's no close exciting <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, mm. yeah. yeah so, I, I think thank god it's it's also amazing because even without digital, God has already been bringing people back to hope. So it's just amazing how our digital space has just been amplifying the need for hope, but at the same time, amplifying the ability, God's ability to deliver hope and to bring people to hope again. So it's just so sure. beautiful for me of like digital is only a tool and at the same time a platform to just be able to scale up or even increase the, the the influence that that people who have hope in Christ have so yeah just amazing how how you Kelly have showed us that that even in even in the mess that you uh, mess became a yes. message and uh, yeah. WhatsApp amplified that message mm-hmm. and is able to influence a lot of lives right now so I think our listeners are inspired with what you shared but like how uh, but. Please, uh, please uh, do share. What is one thing that you want to leave our, our listeners with to inspire them? Yeah, be, 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 okay. Before I share about the one thing, I would like to say that uh, uh, I, I uh, on, apart from apart from what I share, uh, you know, currently God um, uses me to 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 coach many um, many people um, uh, digitally. Uh, pastors, um, leaders, um, part of the world, and networking people, empowering people, um, connecting people to different opportunities. Uh, that actually was something that I've actually really been uh, been doing. And when I see, when I look at where where it come from and what God is doing now, it um, it leads me to to actually um, encourage people and um, just leave uh, a message uh, to people to say. Um, no, God, God has called you in a unique way, you know, and um, he shaped you uniquely and gave you a unique story, you know, uh, and that unique story can be through a life experience, you know, and, and God, uh, you know, cannot exempt us from certain experiences because of uh, the task ahead of us. So I want to encourage um, our listeners today to use their talent and skills passion to serve God in a unique way, starting where God has placed placed them, start where God has placed you, you know, uh, you know, currently and globally. And above all, do not try to copy anyone. Be yourself. Uh, Your uniqueness determines your audience. Uh, When you change your 
who you are, when you try to change uh, who you are, uh, your audience will change. Because, I mean, God has given you a shape. You know? Your shape uh, leave a mark that will, uh, you know, leave a mark in life of people and your shape uh, is, a, is, is, is a mark also that can actually really change and transform the world in a different way. As, as I conclude, I'm, I, I remember of uh, this saying from D.L. Um, Moody. D.L. Moody, when studying the, uh, the life of Moses, you know, Moses lived 120 years, divided into 40. You know, the first 40 years, uh, Moses was a prince in Egypt. The next 40 years, Moses was a fugitive and a shepherd in the desert. And the, the last 40 years, uh, you know, Moses, uh, you know, God transformed him into a person, great person and uh, uh, personality in history. He was the most humble man in the world. And D.L. Moody put it this way and say, Moses spent 40 years thinking he was somebody. Then 40 years learning he was nobody. And then 40 years discovering what God can do with a nobody. You might think you are a nobody. Uh, there's nothing that God can do with who you are, with what you have. Uh, but God he is, is, can do greater things through your life experience, through your talent, your gifting. You can leave a mark different, difficult to erase. That's the message I would like to, to share with uh, our uh, listeners. Wow, thank you so wow. much. That's a wrap, everybody. <laughs> so guys. <laughs> Preach it, brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's really great. That's really great, Kelly. So guys, if you grabbed an idea or did something, we'd love to hear your stories as well. So tag is tag Indigitus in your socials because here we would love to hear your stories on how you are reaching your world. So you can also send us an email at coffeetalks.indigitus.org so let's start that conversation happen. Uh, yeah, let's start that conversation. So we get excited about all the different ways you do this right where you are. Thank you so much, Thank Kelly, you. for joining us. Thank you so much all. Thank you, Jonah. Thank you, Simon. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for joining us. You can find more Coffee Talks wherever you get your podcasts. If you like this content, follow Indigitus on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. We'll see you there.